0: Awesome nerds, welcome back to Pitch Lap. My name is Kaylee Hillier, and this is the Pitch Perfect podcast because we are so obsessed about it. I just had to make a podcast about it. Today on the show, we've got some great fan fiction highlights. There's such a variety of stuff out there at the moment. There's so much Bacchloe stuff, so many ideas, and some really good multi chapters to delve into. So, we've got some of those today. Also, about a month ago, I got a request on Tumblr to come up with a fic rec of fics about Becca riding a motorcycle and also Becca being a womaniser, which was quite the challenge. I was quite intrigued by this whole idea because, like, they're not obvious topics. And so this kind of led me down a rabbit hole, which we're going to talk about today on the podcast, as quite enjoyed the challenge of finding these fics. But of course, before we get to all of that, it's time to take a look at our actor news. Just give me a G sharp. Ah. So taking a look at the actor news, Rebel Wilson has just finished filming her next movie, The Almond and the Seahorse. She was actually in the UK doing it, so we have got to see some pictures of her in and around the UK doing stuff. And this is going to be quite interesting because this is not a comedy role she's going serious with this one so watch this space the almond and the seahorse also this week she celebrated 10 years of the movie bridesmaids which is quite the iconic film i also forget that she's in that but the director paul fague actually gave everybody a special 10th anniversary ring for their roles in bridesmaids so that was really cute And I think as we're going through the uh, actor news this week, I think we can't really not talk about the big thing that happened a few days ago where Rebel Wilson posted up a picture on her Instagram. Now, she posts quite regularly, so it wasn't really a surprise. But in the comments, obviously fans will sort of make comments about stuff, ask about Pitch Perfect, and one fan asked her bestie is there a pitch perfect four now to be fair that question i feel like for any of the ballers is a question that gets asked quite often like if they're doing live streams and stuff you'll often see people referencing pitch perfect and if there's going to be a pitch perfect four and so i didn't really think that much else of it until i saw that rebel wilson had commented on this post and this is what she said no universal is apparently doing a prequel to pitch without any of the original bellas can i just say that seeing that comment just rocked my world just a little bit the world just kind of tilted on its axis and i was like what what the heck has just happened Obviously, like, we have no idea the context of that. It could be that there's been ideas thrown around, this could be something in the works, it could just be something in the drawing board, it might never, like, happen. But I caught wind of it, and there was a number of people online who caught wind of it. And just the reaction, I think especially when I first read it, it just kind of sent me on edge. I didn't quite know how to react because there was like it was almost like I had to stop for a second because my blood ran cold and it was like what the heck is happening? Because I've often dreamed about there being a pitch perfect four. I know a lot of people have talked about it, and I think in my mind it has always been around our Bellas, around the original Bellas. They're like a family, this is a whole thing and I can't get enough of them. And for me, the Bellas story doesn't feel finished after Pitch Perfect 3. I love the movies. They're really important to me. But I know Pitch Perfect 3 as a movie left a lot of them in a different place than I would have thought the Bellas would have gone to. And it was just like that hope that maybe there might be a Pitch Perfect 4 and that maybe they'll just like correct some of what had happened at the end of that movie? Whether it was Aubrey and the life decision she'd made, uh, the new direction she's taking herself in, what is Amy going to do with all this money? Did Flo get her franchise? What is Lily going to be like now that she's suddenly Esther? And what does that even mean? Are Becca and Chloe even living together anymore? What is happening with that? I mean, if we're going to open up that whole can of worms... The fact that we didn't get Book Chloe, it was just that moment of, I need to see their story finished. There were so many kind of open ends, whether or not you were happy with the direction that different Bellas went, Emily and her life after the Bellas, what is Tupac the Hamster going to be doing? Is Emily going to get back into writing songs? And it felt like a lot of what we knew from The Bellas kind of got destroyed at the end of Pitch Perfect 3. And you just, like, part of me was just holding out hope that there would be a fourth movie to just correct everything, just bring everything back. Let's just take it back to the centre of what The Bellas was. And I think when I read that message, it just gave me fear that it was almost like saying we're done with those bellows and it's time to move on like almost officially saying the story is finished with them we're gonna tell another perspective and that was so terrifying i was just like oh no no (laughs) after i'd calmed down a little bit i will admit that the idea of having a prequel to the pitch perfect movies i'm not against and i think I loved the idea of maybe telling the origins of the Bellas, like what that would be like, how that all happened. I even wrote like a um, tweet of what I imagined could have been the storyline of a prequel to Pitch Perfect. If you leave me with a prompt like that, I am going to think about it. You know, it's just one of those things. (laughs) I cannot stop my brain from doing it. So if, they were ever going to do a prequel to Pitch Perfect. My idea would have been it would be an origin story about a girl who tries to join the Barden a cappella group, the Treblemakers, but gets kicked out of auditions because she's not a guy. And so she goes away and starts her own female group. And they had to go through all this persecution being a female group at the time, and that's not a common thing and obviously they're really good and they get really far but of course because it has to be in keeping with the Pitch Perfect Movies they can't go past the semi-finals so they're gonna get snubbed by the judges everyone knows they're the better group at that time but they get snubbed. I'm not sure whether it will be set in the 60s or the 70s however long the Bellas have been around for but I did like the idea that they would be banging out all this sort of 60s or 70s music and just these girls kind of breaking traditions in a different way than I think the original Pitch Perfect movies did. It would need to fit with the premise of what they set up as the ballers, and the idea of, of... And I think you could still do that with this idea of them breaking away from the norm of what was expected at the time. And so I like that whole idea and I like thinking about that. There's so many creative people out there, especially in this fandom, who could probably come up with way better storylines if there was anything like a prequel to Pitch Perfect. I mean, that is also another one. You could, if nobody's done it, write a story as if it's the prequel, but featuring Arbella's. Somebody write that story. Gosh, that's such a good idea. Come on. (laughs) But I will say... I'm not against there being a prequel I love the franchise it's very special to me but not if it's the end of our balance like give them the ending they deserve before you then give us the prequel because otherwise you're saying that their story is finished and I don't know about anybody else but Becca and Chloe's story is definitely not finished after that little rant my final piece of actor news is Ben Platt who actually went on Reddit and did a Q&A during this week. He's been really focusing on the launch of his new single and bringing us new music and one of the highlights from his Reddit Q&A somebody asked him if he's got any more musical theatre projects coming up and he mentions the fact that the new Evan Hansen film, obviously he did the show on Broadway, he's actually going to be doing the film, and it's going to be coming out at the end of the year, so we have got a Ben Platt movie coming, and I'm well excited, because I've never seen the musical. I've heard the songs, and I've read how good he was in that. So, I am very excited to actually be able to see this in Movie Forum at the end of the year. So, Lots of good stuff happening at the moment. And with all of those bombshells, I think it's time to delve into our motorcycle fic wreck Let's get into it. So as I said earlier on, about a month ago, I think, I got this request on my Tumblr account asking for fic recommendations. And I wasn't sure not to do an episode on it, but I was like, you know what? I've put so much time and energy into, like, reading these fics it was fun finding them all that i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna do an episode about it the anonymous ask said hi do you know any bachloe fix where becca rides a motorcycle or any fix where becca is known as a ladies man in brackets woman and i found this so intriguing because they're not obvious requests it's not like oh coffee shop au's or superheroes or jedi's or zombie fix like, those could apply in so many different ways. And so this was a real interesting challenge to kind of hunt out fix that applied to these different categories. And then so I kind of separated it out into two categories. So it was Becca riding a motorcycle and then also Becca being like a womanizer, ladies' man, ladies' woman, whatever you want to call it. And I'm always, like, nervous with these. I'm never quite sure if I'm going to get it right. I might miss stuff. And kind of finding the fix, but also reading the fix and trying to find stuff that I feel fits the genre. And I can probably guarantee that I've missed stuff like, you know, there's so much out there and not everything is going to be tagged, not everything is going to be findable. So I also love the fact that after posting the list that people would come forward and share other fixes that they had read. And so it just becomes this like melting pot of a way of gathering a type of fic together and and having these little categories. And I just love that. I love the fact that we can share fics, that people have made stuff and they might have one shots or prompts or whatever and they'll just kind of drop them in there to add to the list. And so it then gives me like a whole load to be able to look at and read and like delve into this whole idea of Becca being this motorcyclist or being a womanizer and just kind of really getting into it. I really enjoyed it. It was quite a challenge as well because they're not obvious categories, that they're not always tagged and they're not really always obvious. I actually got an ask a few days after putting my list together of how I found the fix and I'm sure that like there's a lot of people who do the same thing. It's not like new information. But I thought I'd just share a little bit as to kind of what I do. So if you're ever wanting to find fics, this is kind of how I search for stuff. And it usually starts off with me trying to find fics that I've read before. So I don't have the best memory. So I don't always remember the titles of fics, but I will remember a thing that happened in a fic. And where I read it, so whether it was on AO3 or fanfiction.net or whatever. And so I'll then hunt for those fics because I know they exist or they, they were out there. And I'll try and find them again. There was one that spent, I spent ages trying to find. It was called The Bet for the Womanizer fix, And I remember reading this and as soon as I saw the prompt, I was like, I have read that fic. It's it's kind of about Becca and Chloe both being womanisers and trying to like one-up each other. And for some reason, I could not find this fic for the longest time. I spent hours looking for this fic. (laughs) Also, it doesn't help when you're as bad at spelling as I am. You sometimes spell things wrong and it then makes your search that, that little bit harder. But we got there in the end... And the only way that I ended up finding it was on Google, funnily enough. And that was mainly because fanfiction.netfix that I have found often will come up in a Google search if a word is included in the fic. AO3 doesn't always come up on Google searches depending on how a person has kind of done their work. so. I often find that better than searching fanfiction.net because I find the searching on fanfiction.net quite tricky. So yeah, it starts off with me focusing on things that I know I've read and I'll gather those first and then I will usually hit AO3. That's usually my next place to go and AO3's search function is actually really useful if I go through and actually use their whole search bar you can really narrow things down quite easily. As long as it's tagged, like as long as the tag is there, it's usually pretty easy to find them. So things like, I would type in motorcycle, motorcyclist, and you have got to be a little bit like, focused on how you do it, maybe trying different words, different things like that. I usually use the keyword search. Then you've got the ratings. I don't usually touch that unless it's for a specific reason. You can also do it by ship couple as well, or characters. But mostly mine is the search and the fandom. So I will put in the search bar, whatever, and then the specific fandom and see what pops up. And I I tell you what, when when I got the prompt and did this on AO3 and I put motorcycle in to the search bar, there was like nothing there i was terrified i was like somebody's asked me to find fix and i honestly cannot find any like (laughs) i was like how has nobody written anything about motorcycles i was devastated i then changed it to motorcyclists i think that came up with some results so then it started the kind of the ball rolling with uh, finding all these fix so A 3 can be tricky if they're not tagged with stuff But, yeah, so sometimes you have to just try different keywords, different things to kind of find, fix in a certain category. The next thing that I often do then is go to fanfiction.net. I often use the app for that. I find it easier to search in the app. But you can only do it by, like, summaries and stuff. And also, I will bear in mind that it's difficult to narrow by character, so I often use Becca as a way of, of narrowing down the search because I could put Chloe in a search in fanfiction.net but there are lots of other Chloes in different fandoms whereas Becca seemed to be quite specific to Pitch Perfect. So whenever I put Becca plus another word into the fanfiction.net search it usually means that I'm going to just get Pitch Perfect Fix. Her name is really useful for that. <laughs> I also did that looking and a number of stories that popped up from the app and then i would find them and and say their info and then one of the most useful ones is a google search google searches are great especially for fanfiction.net because they will highlight anything where that word is in the fic that i found i might be wrong but that's just what i seem to find so i'll search like the Chloe fanfiction motorcycle or something like that or womanizer and usually the top few search bars are going to be fixed from fanfiction.net that have popped up with that word in it and then you'll also then get tumblr posts there's some maybe somebody's done a story on tumblr or a fic wreck of their own that has a fic in it and that's really useful as well. So, Google is a great one that I found if, if I'm just looking for like a specific kind of thing in a fic and I'm not sure where to look, doing like the Chloe fanfiction or Pitch Perfect fanfiction and then a keyword will often help return some results. And also take Tumblr, although I've never been that successful finding things on Tumblr. I don't know how the Tumblr search bar works that well. I don't know if it's by like the hashtags or whatever. If I don't do it right, then I usually find that nothing comes up anyway. So sometimes I rely on Google as well to help find stuff on Tumblr or come up on the search bar. Another thing that I'll do is I'll often ask people, there was at least one fic that I ended up adding to the list because I asked, some of my friends or people I knew in the fandom and they would be like oh I've written a fic about this or this is featured in a fic I've written or I've read this fic and so there was at least one where this happened and I was like man how did I miss this fic it was one of Becca riding a motorcycle and uh she rides it quite a lot in the fic it was a zombie AU in my blood by Karma 19 and yeah like I was totally gonna miss this fic out because I just forgot about it Luckily, somebody suggested it, so it ended up on my list. So there's like so many different ways in which I'll kind of hunt for fix. And I quite enjoy doing it, like sometimes I'll do it with different topics and just see what, I, what else I can find out there. And um, it just kind of creates this lovely, like, little list of a topic or fix around a topic that you can kind of delve into. And it was really, really fun to do. I was actually quite surprised with how many Becker Motorcycle fix there were because I did not think that there were going to be that many. It was amazing. And such a variety as well. And then when I then started hunting for Womanizer fix, I was a little bit nervous with that one because it didn't seem to be that many. And I was a bit surprised because I'm pretty sure that I had read a number of fix with Becker being a Womanizer But I found with that one, I just had to change the words. I had to just use, just try so many different keywords and see what popped up. I would try womanizer with a Z, womanizer with an S. I then looked at like Casanova, um, ladies man, ladies woman, like trying all these searches in all these different places slowly brought a number of fix forward and also like you don't know what you're gonna get so then you would read through fix and and kind of get an idea of what the story's about sometimes there was like one or two I wasn't sure what not to include because I was like is that really about a womanizer or you know is that what this person is looking for but often I you'll often find I'll include them anyway in case they just wanted a different perspective in that category or whatever but yeah, like you never know what you're gonna uncover. And I was pleasantly surprised with the amount of fics that we found in this topic. There were so many. I like I'm quite astonished. So so I thought as I've gathered all these fics together, that I'd maybe just share with you a few of the fics. And I wanted to just focus on the motorcycle ones for today because there's like two great categories there of fix. You've got the Becca as a womanizer. And then you've got Becca the motorcyclist. I'm pretty sure that you could probably do... If nobody's done it, somebody should write a motorcycle womanizer fic. I mean, let's be fair. Imagining Becca Mitchell riding a motorcycle. That's pretty hot. Like, come on. I wouldn't turn that down. So, like, (laughs) there is something quite endearing about the idea of Becca riding a motorcycle I think because she gives off this badass image or like she wants to try and give that image personally I can't imagine her from the movies riding a motorcycle but I kind of like the idea that you could push this character to that edge where yeah maybe she she does kind of get to that badass place and has a motorcycle and looks amazing riding it and my thought when I think of Becca riding motorcycle is probably like some ridiculously like big beefy thing and you just imagine like a Harley Davidson (laughs) and just her like all in black just taking off the helmet and the hair just falling down you know (laughs) like that or the other way that I quite imagine it is uh because Becca's quite into her mixing and she probably is quite into like getting the latest technology that she would almost have quite a flashy, really kind of modern bike. That's also another way that I could imagine it happening. So there are a number of fics around motorcycles that I saw, just to go through our hit list, there's so many and if you did want to find them, the whole ask and prompt is on my Tumblr at Pitchlapped you can check out all the fix there as well as the womanizer fix. But they include Black Sabbath by Let's Talk A Cappella. This is actually chapter four of their pitch perfect prompts. This was quite a baptism by fire, actually, getting this one. This is available on AO3. And the summary says for Tumblr prompt, don't do that again, you scared the heck out of me. This was a great like little intro into the whole idea of Becca riding a motorcycle because this is set in the Pitch Perfect universe and Becca coming back to the Bella's house and arriving on her bike, all the Bellas kind of perking up and being, oh, what's this? What's happened? Who, Who is this version of Becca? And of course, Chloe seeing this for the first time and it gives you like a blow by blow as to how Chloe Beale feels seeing Becca Mitchell on a bike, I—I I mean, I don't really feel like I need to explain anything more. I mean, it gets deeper into the fic later on, but that was just so good. And poor Chloe, like, it's—it was quite fun seeing Chloe so off, just thrown off, and. A little bit of a puddle which usually she's the one throwing Becca off so that was fantastic there is also a second part to that fic or a spin-off which is a if you wanted to have your smutty fix that one is the fic it's the next chapter on and it's called Dangerous the next fic is Next Life by 22tie this is also available on AO3 and the summary says Amber future Chloe felt she made all the wrong choices in life. She gave up finishing her degree. Amber married a man she's not in love with. A man who is lackdiscical about raising his kids, her stepkids. She's utterly miserable. And it all stems from the wrong choices she's made along the way. Amber concords the perfect plan to disappear and start over with a new identity. She finds a romance... And life is perfect until her love interest discovers she has a past and isn't who she thought she was. Now there is a note with this one that it is a Chloe story, but it mostly focuses on Chloe's journey. talking about Becca riding a motorcycle. This is literally that's what she does. You get this whole kind of story of Chloe's journey and everything and she starts this new life. she's in this new location. she's trying to like just have this peaceful existence from everything that's happened. And Becca's introduction is literally this motorcycle that just seems to, to disturb Chloe at certain times of the day. And so it's fun, this kind of little play of how she kind of notices Becca and gets to know Becca and she just knows her at the beginning as this annoying woman who has a motorcycle. <laughs> so, definitely gives you your motorcycle fix right there. Next one is You Knock Me Out, I Fall Apart by Karma 19. And this is available on AO3. The summary says, prompt, Becca's secretly good at fighting in her tiny little body and the Bella's finding out about it. I love the fact that this story came from that tiny prompt and just created this one shot, which is Becca the underground cage fighter. It is... Such a fun story to read and so unexpected. Now, I will warn you that the motorcycle isn't featured heavily in the story, but when you're reading it and you're reading about Becca doing this cage fighting and kind of slipping away and having this other life away from the Bella's house, she's winning all these fights and, and so she uses the money to buy this motorcycle. It just fits the character so well. And just this image of this very lean Becca riding a motorcycle is just a great image to have in your head so i would read it just for that it's great the next story is lost stars by bk the golden knight this is available on fanfiction.net and the summary says becca an ex-motor gp racer has a tragic past and she had managed to get back on her feet when she met chloe however something unexpected happened will becca stay or run away this is a completely AU universe. This is actually one of the things I remember reading before this prompt came out to find it. And so I knew I was going to get this fic for the list. It's quite an endearing story. I think especially because this is a complete AU universe and you get to have the little meek, cute between Becca and Chloe before they even kind of get to know each other. And then their world just kind of collide in this story. And it's so interesting because they all have baggage. They all have baggage that comes with their lives and they're trying to navigate as best they can into the future. And Becca, I think more than most, has some really difficult past thing that she's trying to deal with. Um, I love this, this little moment in Becca's workshop where Chloe gets to kind of see behind the curtains a little bit and, and some lovely endearing moments there and also just having that trouble pass and how that affects how you interact with people what you do and also maybe some of the choices that you make and you get to see some real kind of character progression i think especially from becca when she starts to have people that actually care about her and her life and how she then decides to move forward with that and how maybe that changes her and so it's kind of really endearing story there are obviously some she's got a motorcycle and there's some bits in there about that but it is quite endearing to kind of just see B'Chloe happen in this AU. The next story is the zombie one I told you about In My Blood by Karma19. This is available on AO3 and the summary says B'Chloe slash zombie apocalypse AU in the summer of 2007 an outbreak of a mutated fungus ravaged the United States, transforming its human hosts into aggressive, sound-sensitive creatures known as clickers. Five years into the zombie apocalypse, Chloe Beale, a medic in training from the Barden settlement, has a chance run-in with nomadic weapons expert Becca Mitchell and her companions. This is quite the epic fic. Like, I remember reading this. It is a big, multi-chapter fic. And it's really in-depth, like there's a lot going on in this story, and there are moments that keep you on the edge of your seat. Crazy. But I will always remember the beginning of this story, and how Becca ends up at the Barden settlement. It just kind of throws you in at that point, and you can really get the sense from the very beginning of the story just the tension of the environment and the world that they're living in the difficult decisions that they've got to make and you see Becca having to make this difficult decision and ending up with the Barden settlement and you get to kind of see all her walls up and not only hers but also people like Chloe and Aubrey and Stacey and how they react to these people coming into their settlement when it's very much a kind of each on your own world and how they get to know each other, how they build up this relationship, how wars get broken down, how trust is built and how difficult decisions are made and a lot of the characters have to make difficult decisions. There are some really harrowing moments in this story because it's about zombies, like it's not not the nicest universe to be in. And of course, Becca is the badass weapons expert who dry who rides a motorcycle. And it really, I think, adds to this whole idea of her being quite the the loner that she this loner perspective or persona that she wants to have, and that she's kind of always on her own. That she could go off at any moment. She has the ability to travel on her own. And what that means and maybe why she does it. The next one is Darkness on the Edge of Town, available on fanfiction.net by JMOCJA. The summary says, Becca Mitchell lived every moment of her life to the fullest. She sought out the thrills in life. Her favourite thrill was speed. She wouldn't let a thing like college stop that she also wouldn't have guessed that college would lead her to her biggest most addicting thrill yet chloe beale how can the two women from completely different worlds mesh now I will give you a warning this one gets pretty sad in places so you have been warned and it does catch you a little bit by surprise but you do get to see chloe's life you get to see becca's life and how they are, like as the summary says, very different worlds. It's also quite interesting to see Becca and how she kind of ended up just really taking life to the extremes, like she's never going to back down from a challenge to her detriment. And that kind of manifests itself in this need to ride things, whether it's motorcycles, I think there's one point where she's in a car, and sort of competitive racing as well. And so you get all of that in the fic, but also then around that you get the kind of the lifestyle that maybe that would bring, whether it's rivalries and the community of that lifestyle that is brought as well. And so you get kind of all these moments happening in this multi-chapter fic to the good and the bad. The next story that I found was called Badass Heart, available on fanfiction.net by Ailey0488 and the summary says Becca chooses to express her feelings before it's too late. This is kind of an AU. It's also quite a sweet little short story. It's not that long, it's two chapters at most. It's set in this environment where Becca and Chloe have known each other for years and Becca just gets to the point where she just has to say it. She can't hold off anymore. And you get to kind of read this whole story. And so maybe motorcycles are not the biggest item in this story. Becca does ride a motorcycle and takes Chloe for a ride, and it's fantastic. And you get this whole kind of lovely mixture of this kind of badass Becca on a motorcycle, but also being the sweetest because she wants to profess her care for Chloe. So it's really, really sweet. We've had quite a few romantic but Chloe fics, but one that completely caught me by surprise was called Asphalt by Celine11 on fanfiction.net. And the summary says, Becca's a motorcyclist, Lily's motorcycle probably eats souls, Bumper is there too, and there's someone in a black and gold race suit in which Becca is one of six racers riding for a small prize pot, and she's competitive because honour or something. I did not know what to expect from this story. It is literally a one-shot of this race. This motorcycle race. They're all at the start line. I fell in love with this because I'm quite the fan of the Fast and Furious franchise. Man, give me a Bacchloe story of Fast and Furious AU. I would eat it up all day long. And so you've got like the street racing environment and throwing these pitch perfect characters in there. I love the fact that Lily was there on a motorcycle and bumper. And of course, you've got Becca there. And you get this blow by blow of this race, all from like Becca's perspective, because she wants to win. She's got quite a reputation and she's going to like give it her all. And it is nail biting. It is so nail biting. It was so much fun to just kind of What's the race for? What chances is Beck gonna make to really make her mark and give this her all in this race? And you, you read it knowing that she's good. Like, you know, as you're reading the story, that Beck is a good racer, and so you don't have any fears about that. But it doesn't mean she doesn't have competition. And I will say that Chloe does make an appearance, and also Aubrey. That was just like a great little addition onto the fic as well. So many good points. And those were my main motorcycle fix that I drew out from this kind of search that we had done. I'm impressed that we found so many. I'm sure that there are more out there. I would be very surprised if those are the only fix because I reckon there's probably more, but those are the ones that I could find. And of course, if you find any, I would love to hear about them and just like share them on the podcast. I love like gathering all this up and like, having these lists that if you ever just you ever just wanted to look at one subject and read all the fics about it, that we could do that. We could just make these great lists up. Now, I will say, when I was given this prompt, there was one thing that I thought of that wasn't Becca riding a motorcycle, but I needed to add it to the list because I love this fic. I shared with you my chat with the author last episode, and it is, of course, The Kissing Booth by Alicia Mead. This fic features Chloe as the motorcyclist. The summary says, When Becca Mitchell, a late bloomer who's never been kissed, decides to run a kissing booth at her high school's spring carnival, she unexpectedly finds herself locking lips with her secret crush and best friend's sister Chloe Beale. Now I put this on the list because... I didn't know that I needed Chloe Beale riding a motorcycle as much as I did until I read this fic. This is literally Chloe being a badass in a fic. And it surprisingly fits so well. I loved it. Everything about this character, like it was a bit different for Chloe but after a while I like totally just fell into it. and. It literally is just the imagery of Chloe Beale. I love the idea of her having this kind of leather jacket in black and just how much that would contrast to Chloe Beale's hair. So good. Then you kind of get Becca riding the back of it at one point. So you get to have this whole different view of the idea of somebody from Pitch Perfect riding motorcycle changing the world upside down and making it Chloe Beale actually made it so good. I loved it. So just from like that little prompt I was amazed at the fix that we found and I'm totally up for doing it again. If you ever like want to think of a subject we can give it a go I can't promise that it's going to be that great but I'll give it a go it will see what we find and of course if there are any things that you've read that haven't been included on that list because I'm sure there are more out there that feature motorcycles who knows then I would love to hear from you I also did the same when I was finding womanizer fix and we might do an episode about finding those and I'm sure there's more than what I found just looking there's got to be so many like fame AUs with Becca I know I read a few that had her kind of sleeping and like doing drugs and just being a little bit off the rails but sometimes it was with just one person so it wasn't necessarily like a womanizer but it did make me think of those as well. I didn't include those on the list because I didn't feel like it fitted the narrative but definitely worth checking out. So there's so much out there and had a lot of fun and if you ever like decide you want to have your own go I'd love to share what you find. I love like people's lists and seeing what they've enjoyed reading what they found out there are some amazing people who do the same thing and they'll find all these fics and they'll share their favorites or they'll share their lists and so like it just means it gives you so much great content to read i'm all here for it and speaking of great content to read i think we should look at our highlighted fix for the week let's do it I know I've already given you like a list of fix from our hunt for Becca as a motorcyclist, but I couldn't do this episode without going into our fix of the week. Our highlights this week include a number of multi-chapters and a really endearing one-shot. Starting off with Home is a Person by Massive Drickhead. Becca has been in the foster care system since she was a baby and has never had anywhere she could call home. She arrives at the Beals' home, just hoping for a safe place to stay until she turns 18. For Chloe's part, she had never gotten behind her parents' need for foster kids, and despite outward appearances, she hadn't felt at home here since she was a kid. This is available on AO3, and it's a really interesting story. It's still ongoing, so I'm really excited to see how this is all going to turn out, but it's really captured my imagination. It's quite an interesting subject to tackle as well with the idea of, of a character being in the foster care system. I think I've only read maybe one or two other fics that have dealt with a similar theme but done very differently. And those never got finished. They're like fics on like fanfiction.net that never quite saw completion. So I am quite excited. This one is really kind of coming together and one of the things that I thought was really interesting with this story and this take on the foster care system was that both Becca and Chloe no matter where they've come from they're both dealing with different things they've both got things in their past traumatic experiences that have happened that kind of leave them rebroken really broken in one sense or the other they're both really guarded at the beginning with each other. They don't know how to navigate it. And so you get this real interesting take on both of them with these walls up and how they slowly get to know each other and how they slowly care for each other and how this friendship builds through the thick. It was really lovely to read that you slowly just saw their walls coming down with someone that they felt safe with. And I think that's very obviously very apparent with Becca's situation. It's quite harrowing and triggering places. If you don't want to read about abuse or things like that, then obviously be mindful when you read this story because Becca's obviously had a really tough experience in her previous home. And so you do end up with a very broken Becca in this story, especially at the beginning. Your heart really goes out to her, like... You feel so bad, and you know that Chloe's not going to do anything to harm her, but you're just like, Becca, it's okay, you're safe now, like, it's so good. But to see how that trust is built, and how they kind of build this life with them living in the same house, and their relationship is really lovely, and also from Chloe's side as well, like it's clear from the very beginning of the fit that, that Chloe has a history and that's really made things strained in their household and things like that. You kind of get to put little pieces together but it's not until Chloe actually shares it and you just realise how challenging this is for Chloe. And so because they're both coming from these burdensome pasts that they really find solace in each other. And I love that. I love how... They find that safety and they find that trust from a place where they didn't expect it as well. And I think, especially from Chloe, I think she was expecting, oh, here we go again. This is another one of these kids. I don't want to deal with this. I think Becca caught her off guard. And so it was really interesting to read. I can't wait to see what happens next. The next story is a one-shot and it's called I'll Let You In and Baby That's When by Anastasia 93 day by day love this is available on AO3 and the summary says falling in love is easy doing something about it not so much this is actually a new year's eve fic but it's may okay just deal with it I don't care about reading fics in if they're not at the time when you would expect them to come out I just love reading fics so I don't worry about it And I think one of the things that really drew me in with the story was the fact that you had this kind of build-up that New Year's was going to happen. And you get swapping perspectives of Chloe and Becca and you get the sense that something's going to happen. Like, something is building. You're not sure what it is. You're not sure if they're going to have the courage to do anything. And so you just get to kind of see this play out and they both... Feel for each other, they both want a little bit more than just friendship, and especially Becca is trying to find the courage to tell Chloe. And just things have not worked in her favor, it's just not gone, it's just not quite gone the way she hoped it would. And it just feels like everything that she's trying when she's getting up the courage and to make this special is just not quite slotting together also it's so endearing the lengths that she will go to try and make this work and it's not just becca there's a bit early on in the fic where chloe also makes sacrifices for becca when she realizes that she wants becca to feel comfortable and she cares about how becca's feeling as well so you get like when she cancels this new year's eve party at one point so you get to see them both noticing the other person and wanting to extend that love even if they're too afraid to actually say the words and despite all of that it still seems to go wrong and I am grateful that Becca doesn't quite lose her temper at points when she could really blow up you just know Chloe can handle her and it's all okay and it just builds through this and you get to a point where you think that they're just gonna they're just not gonna do it like It's getting to the end, things haven't worked out, they're going to bed and it's New Year's and it's not even hit New Year's midnight yet, so like, what is happening? So there's points where you're just there thinking, you feel so sorry for them, especially Becca, she's put so much effort in, and maybe she's not going to do it. So I did love the way that all these little moments, those you get the highs and the lows with it as well, you see the sacrifices that they make, and it just... Makes you wonder what's going to happen next. Are they actually going to get there? And the final story that I wanted to highlight this week is called Chloe's Gift by another Chloe shipper. This is available on AO3 and the summary says, Chloe is a single mum raising her child in Atlanta. She struggles from time to time, but they love each other and she makes it work. One day she meets quasi-famous music producer, Becca Mitchell. The two hit it off and start dating. Chloe has a few secrets, though. Now, I have never gotten to the point of doing this podcast where I've had people recommend fics to me, but this fic has been recommended to me on multiple occasions, like on Tumblr and Twitter, and I'd already started reading it, but I was, like, so shocked that people were like, you need to read this fic. And I must say... This is such an interesting story because although it gives off this air that it's a single parent AU and yeah, I mean it is a single parent AU there are points of this fig that really throw you off. It is quite an endearing fig, there's a lot of lovely fluffy moments you get like the lovely just Chloe being a parent and I think it gives a very realistic depiction of what it's like being a parent you know, the highs and the lows with that, what a child would be like. I mean, the the child is about five, is picky eater, and it just feels like very real conversations that Chloe would have had with her daughter or what the daughter would say or how the daughter would act in certain situations. So you get all of that in there. You also then get to see Becca and how Becca interacts with not only Chloe but also Chloe's daughter. One of the things I appreciated with the story was just Chloe's transition. I think you really get the sense that she's really struggled letting other people in because of her situation and how difficult it's been trying to date and also being a single mum, how much she cares for her child and how difficult it is when she does have to go on a date. Maybe she feels guilty. Maybe she's worried about how her child's going to be like... There's genuine concerns and Becca just seems to be like the perfect person. She's totally on board with helping and caring, worrying about Chloe when Chloe worries about her daughter and just totally understanding. And it's very endearing to read Chloe finding somebody who could be that understanding and appreciative of how she's feeling and how difficult it could be dating as a single mum. And you get these little inklings through the story that there's something that just doesn't quite add up. You're just given these little nuggets and you're just like, but what does that mean? What, how is this all gonna play out? I have no idea. And when you get to the, like the drop, I could, I did not see that coming at all. Like man, well done for that twist in that plot. I was shook, shook when I read this. (laughs) is such a fascinating take on the single parent AU and I was hooked in like as soon as this drop happened I was like man I just I need to know how this is going to go how this is going to play out and also just it really gives you a completely different look on these characters and how the decisions they've made the choices they decided to take in their lives and how also that affects you in the future like especially Chloe and her history the decisions that she's made and how you know she's had to live with those decisions and own those decisions and make the best out of the decisions that she has made. And maybe now she's got to make different decisions and how that affects her moving forward. So it is a really fascinating look and it does feel um, just very real in places of those life decisions that you've got to make. So it is a fascinating story to read. It is literally so near completion. I'm excited for it all to just kind of come together. And, yeah, I did not see that twist coming. Amazing. And thank you for everybody who recommended this story and wanted to just kind of point it out. It was really fun. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It would mean the world to me if you are on Spotify or Apple or anything like that, if you could leave a review and a rating and just sort of share your thoughts on it. And of course, you can follow and keep up to date with Pitch Slapped via our social media. We are on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram on Facebook as Pitch Slapped Pod. And who knows where we're going to be taken to next. I'm loving some of your suggestions and the things I've been able to do with this podcast. And we'll just keep it going. Talking all things Pitch Perfect. I'll see you next time, pitches.